Tonight we're hanging with the boys. Yeah, we're going out. We're getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones. Them good girls and them bill butts. Welcome back to the Bill Buds Podcast mini episode, early Monday edition. Early, <laughs> early? week. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> sometimes I just start talking without sure. any thought to what I will say. Speaking of early edition, this has come up a lot in my life. Thank lately. God this is a segue. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm JPC. Uh, with oh me yeah, always Johnny O'Mara. Johnny. You were saying about early edition. Yeah, it's come up in my life a lot. I think we mentioned it on campaign. The show where the man gets the newspaper early. Oh, yeah. Um, Is there... I would like that for music. Was that early 2000s that that came out? I that think show? so. And it was like maybe one or two seasons, maybe one season? I bet it ran for more seasons than you would want. I'm sure it did. If it if it ran for more than just a pilot, then it ran for more seasons than I would want. Oh wow! Okay, it was September, called Early Edition. It was called Early Edition. It ran from September twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six, to May twenty seventh, two thousand one. Oh wow! That's that's a while. And it was earlier than I thought it was. But basically, that's why they call it Early Edition. <laughs> the premise of it is that a man would get the tomorrow's newspaper. Yeah. He would get tomorrow's newspaper a day early, and and he, he had to stop to, like, the crimes. Stop the crimes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And conveniently, the show ended in two thousand. So did you? Know, you... <laughs> he couldn't stop the big one. <laughs> did you? Did you watch the show? I, no. I, I feel like I remember it being on, but I don't think I ever watched it. It feels. I had never watched it, but it feels very much. Even though there is like a supernatural element, um, well, it feels very much kind of like. In the same vein as Ed, uh, and ah, also yes. maybe a little like Dead Like Me, which did have a supernatural element, and they all came out around the same time. Just like this sort of weird, like quirky, like late '90s, early 2000s energy. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Just the last like earnest things that ever happened. Yeah. I, I again, I think also I was maybe a little too young to like really. Yeah, I couldn't enjoy read the fucking newspaper those shows. then. Uh, I was like, I. I Ed lost me immediately. I was like, he's in a bowling alley and he's coming back oh. to his old life or something. Oh, I was a huge Ed fan. Holy shit. This is an Ed cast now. Wow. Uh, Ed had the guy, the main guy from Ed was the brother on Scrubs. Uh, Zach yes. Graff's like Scrubs brother. Yeah, his Scrubs brother. His Scrubs brother. Donald <laughs> Donald, Donald Faison. Faison. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Faison was the main guy on Ed. Donald Faison could do no wrong. Put him in as the main guy on Ed. I, I love it. You know, I've heard that their podcast is um, very good. Zach Braff and Donald Faison. They have a podcast? They're doing a Scrubs rewatch podcast. To me, those rewatch podcasts of famous television shows by the people that were on those television shows is a little sad. It's a little sad. sad. It's a little sad. And also, I think Zach Braff, didn't Zach Braff marry like a very young person isn't there like a 20 year age gap or they're not be- married but he is dating florence Pugh, who's like that's right qu- quite young yeah yeah i to, to me <laughs> to me like if johnny if you were married to someone who was like 20 years younger than you first of all 
at this well, stage she'd in your be, life. Yeah. She'd be 12. <laughs> That'd be awful. Uh, but if, if you were, if, if, if you did something like that, and then you were like, let's have a podcast. Like, if I'm Donald Faison, I got to be like, hey, man, what you're doing? Not acceptable. Like, not can't be good. Like, I feel like I need some, I need some, uh, I need some of those people to like, I, I would love to listen to just a random episode of that. And it's just like Donald Faison being like, hey, you, All right, gotta, look. you gotta date someone age appropriate. <laughs> look, man. <laughs> you gotta I do it, get, man. You gotta do it. I get that you're famous. I, I get, <laughs> wait, oh, wow. I gotta I, see what year also, she was born. I also don't know if uh, Donald Faison may also be dating someone much younger than him. That's like the, the Hollywood norm. Yeah. Except for Keanu Reeves, who I believe is dating someone who's his age, which is yeah. Keanu and Keanu Reeves is the aspirational. We should all be looking up mm-hmm. to him and being more like him. So when when <laughs> when Garden State came out, oh no, uh, she was eight years old. Oh God. Oh, so she's like younger. Yeah, she has to be younger than us, right? Because if we were dating Zach Braff, that wouldn't be super age inappropriate. Let's see how old Zach Braff is. I gotta say he's in his early forties. This is us live looking up how old Zach Braff is. Cause we gotta know. He's forty five. Forty five, and I'm thirty one. I'll be thirty two in December. So that would be a thirteen year age gap. She's sh- yes, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Zach Braff's a sick man, and this is the Bill Buds Popcast <laughs> mini episode. Uh, exciting week. If you're listening to this on the day that it came out, then you are listening to it a day before it was recorded. Nope. No, the day after it was recorded. What do they even talk about, you think? Because sometimes, you know, Jessica and I are only two years different in age. And sometimes we just get to such an impasse because we watch different Nicktoons, you know? Like When you said, what do they talk about? I thought you were talking about the Scrubs Rewatch podcast. It's like, how much could they possibly have to say about these A nine-season beloved TV show. Uh, The Yeah, Yeah, we weren't really doctors. (laughs) Anyway. Neil Flynn was mean to me for a bunch of days on set. Uh, For real, he was. (laughs) Neil Flynn, not the janitor. (laughs) Neil Flynn was mean to me. Yeah, I don't know what they could possibly talk about. I, I, I. That's my whole thing with like Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, only dates women that are like twenty-one years old. Yeah, I, 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 I gotta think it's like an ego thing. Like, I got, I don't know who, who fucking knows. But I, who knows what they? T- I don't know what they talk about. Maybe it's just different when you're like rich and famous, because then you just fucking talk about money. I think and boats. <laughs> I think it definitely is different when you're rich and famous. I don't know. I mean, I know that there are differences. I don't know what those differences are, but I got to imagine that it's way different. I yeah. also don't necessarily think that when you're rich, you talk about money and boats all the time. Who's to say? Who's to say? <laughs> I mean, I'll never get there. I'll I'll certainly never have a conversation longer than one minute about boats with anyone in my entire life. What about... I'm trying to think of a scenario where you might be inclined to talk about a boat longer like now for instance me me <laughs> and uh, alex nichols did a, a live stage sketch show i don't know five years ago wh- whatever a, a while ago and we had this uh, segment in the sketch show that was a powerpoint about boat waste and it was just like pictures of marinas and us being like look at all these wasted boats you, you <laughs> buy a boat you use a boat you throw it away and this is where they end up in a boat landfill uh, or waterfill or something like that. So we did talk about boats for a <laughs> oh, long that's time really in, that, good. in that PowerPoint. Um, yeah, that was it was a fun show. 
Uh, that was the first show that I ever uh, ripped up a bunch of money live on stage, and it made people in the audience very uncomfortable. Oh, wow. That yeah. rules. We ripped up. We we kept like trying to like make change with each other, and so we had a one dollar bill, a five dollar bill, a twenty dollar bill, a fifty dollar bill, and a hundred dollar bill, and we kept ripping them in half and like hand and like making Fuck. change by like ripping them up. Because if it's if it's if you tape it back together, it's illegal tinder, so yeah. there's there's no problem there. But uh anyway, that was very funny to watch people just squirm in the audience as you rip a hundred dollar bill in half. Wow. I bet it must feel so good to rip a hundred dollar bill. It does. It does. It, it, it. I. I actually think I don't know because knowing that I could actually still use it as money and I wasn't destroying it, like burning a hundred dollar bill, I think would be like Ooh. awful. As long as it's, I don't know. If I'm the one burning it, even if it's not my money, I still feel like it's my money because I have it. I'm holding right. it in my hand. Yeah. Uh, Something that feels really good is uh, I was on yearbook staff in middle school. Ripping a photograph? Holy shit, that's a powerful feeling. Why would you rip a photograph? What's the context for ripping a photograph? Um, oh, gosh, I got dumped real hard, and I said, <laughs> she is not going in the yearbook. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, I, we, we just had, like, extra photos, because we would oh, literally gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. have, like, printed photos, and we just had extras, and it was like, oh, well, we're going to get rid of these or they were double prints, or they were bad shots, or whatever. And it was like, well, let's rip them because that's like fun and not something you normally do. Yeah, I would. I don't think I've ever ripped a photograph in my life. Uh, and when I was think, the last time you even touched a photograph? Uh, yeah, it, that's well. Actually, we have a we have a printer now that Mariah got so she could print out like photos, basically. So oh. taking photos and then printing them out, and then we have them in like frames around the house. Uh, we, so I we, guess we yeah we do. We have nice, lovely yeah. photo. We have a stack of them. Of we have like some spaghetti photos too that we've taken uh, that we we're waiting for frames. Oh, from like for. restaurants that you've gone to. Yeah, like Olive Garden and uh, Pasta <laughs> Bowl and places like that. Johnny, it's a mini episode. We must talk about it. Ugh. Last week was it? Is it last week? What is time? This last week was a doozy, and this is probably the news that everyone's talking the about. The news that is on everyone's lips. We're all eagerly awaiting to see which way it turns. Uh, but Vin Diesel. Actor, D and D player. He played D and D. That's the thing I know about Vin. Diesel. Yeah, Benjamin Diesel. Phenomenon, Fast and the Furious star, has decided to dip his tiny little toes into the he, world. And of, he, and they're tiny. Let's they're be ba- little baby toes. Little baby toes. He works them out. He tries to get muscles out of it. They're tiny little toes. Has decided to dip his his toes into the world of pop music and has put out a single. It's Vin incredible Diesel. and. I think it's I think it's extremely important, ext- vital, to note where he decided to debut the song. Yeah, so it, you you may you can find this clip on YouTube. It's all over the internet. Uh, he went on Kelly Clarkson's talk show. I guess mm-hmm. is a thing that she has. I had no idea. Uh, American Idol's Kelly Clarkson and decided to debut like 30 seconds in 30 seconds of the single and like four minutes of him just having a rant a monologue uh on taxation on is show. theft <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm sure that he would love he'd be one of those taxation is theft guys it's it's wonderful it's it's great to hear you get to hear his voice for a while before he sings and imagine what it would sound like to hear him sing uh, and then you is, get the you get it answered right away his voice is like a rock tumbler honestly it's like, <laughs> it's like it's it's very but, low, very gravelly. But you know what happens when you put rocks in a rock tumbler? They come out smooth, smooth, baby. <laughs> they come out smooth. Uh, and also, I know that he has a little bit of a beef, so I, I we should not 
talk about Vin Diesel in the same context as The Rock because I know that that's like a a sore subject for him. Him and The Rock do not get along famously. And The Rock has also released music in Moana, so... That's very true, yeah. Uh, I liked that The Rock song in Moana. Um, but we're talking to Vin Diesel. We're talking about this song. We're talk- The song is called Feel Like I Do. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, and, and it's produced with uh, Kaiga? Kaijo? Yes, Kaigo. Kaigo, Kaigo. My favorite Norwegian, Pokemon. Norwegian, I believe, a Norwegian music producer. Yes. Uh, Vin Diesel says in that clip that Kaijo's the first person that took a chance on him or like believed in him, which is like an ins- what an insane Absolute, thing to say. C- categorically untrue. <laughs> my best friend, my oldest friend of the world, Kaijo, <laughs> the Norwegian music producer, <laughs> took a chance on me. He, uh, first, he got me uh, a role in Triple X, and then <laughs> it's wild. Uh, we we should we just should we just play a little bit of this song? We should definitely yeah. play a little bit of this song. Okay, yes, so let's, please. Let's listen to this. Is Vin Diesel the actor Vin Diesel's pop song that he's putting out in the year of our Lord twenty twenty? Can't be on movie sets. Has to put out a pop song. Has to feel like I do. is Feel Like I Do by Vin Diesel. Uh, the song goes on from there. There's another verse. We get a couple of choruses still left in there. It's got an interesting energy. It feels like there's some Justin Bieber in there. It feels like there's some The Weeknd in there. It feels like a song that would have come out four, five years ago. Yeah. I, 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 it, it, I don't know if it feels like dated, maybe is the wrong word, but it does feel like of a time, and that yes. time has passed. But it doesn't yes. necessarily feel feel dated. Like it's not like I'm listening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to describe. I guess that sensation. I know. Yes, but you're you're exactly correct. It's and all that being said, I gotta I gotta level with you. I fucking loved it. So here's the thing. It's so good. It sounds good. It's crazy. I, I like I like the song. Now, I think the thing that I like about the song, I think that uh it, uh I'm god, I, I should just look up how to pronounce this man's name. Kaigo. Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> That's an insane name. I'm not going to pronounce it that way. Kaigo, Kaigo is doing I would say the lion's share of the work on this song cuz it very yes. much does sound like you know, uh EDM like th- this Kygo's work. That's what it yeah. sounds like. Vin Diesel happens to be singing on it in a voice that I will say is tuned, auto-tuned, yes, pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics to this song are like they're parts bad and confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But all of that to say, I do still like the song. It's fun. It's catchy. Like, it's very catchy. It's, it's extremely better than the sum of its parts. And it, it's, it, I mean, this is one of those things. This is like, this is like Doritos where they're like in a lab created so that you want more. Oh, they're yeah. not good. They're not good, but you can't help but eat an entire bag. And that is why I cannot wait. And I need Vin Diesel to make an entire album. I, I thought you were going with, I cannot wait for Vin Diesel to enter into the world of competitive chips. I, I want Vin <laughs> Diesel to put out his own like diesel chips. Oh, wow. Dies- diesel chips feel like something that would have come out in like 2008, 2007, oh, yeah. 2008. Like, I wanna, right at the height of the energy drink crisis. Yep, when, I, when, I'm drink- when I'm drinking a monster energy drink, I reach for a bag of diesel chips. I, wh- what do you think about this? I think that Vin <laughs> Diesel could do big business selling uh, gas station like mixed nuts and call them diesel nuts. <laughs> I think diesel nuts would sell huge. <laughs> Uh, okay, so th- but here, here we'll, we'll talk about this, Jenny. But I want to talk about the first verse of this song. Sure. Who goes out on a Tuesday night in this town? Bars too quiet, and the cover band's too loud. Yeah. Step I outside. Mean, we've, all, we've all been I'm there. I'm about to leave when you walk right on by, and I'll just freeze. That's the first line, the first verse of this song. Mm-hmm. And. The fact is that I think that if another person that I had never heard of was singing this song, I would take those and be like, completely fine. I cannot divorce in my mind the fact that Vin Diesel, who is a (laughs) 54-year-old father of three, is singing this. Also, he's... A, a huge movie star, a and I mean that. I mean that both physically uh-huh. and his body of work. He he's been in so many. He's he's so famous and such a gigantic man. If, if you told me that this is a the song that we're listening to is by the Chainsmokers, uh, I believe is two gentlemen I know nothing about. I would mm-hmm. think the Chainsmokers. In my mind, they're both twenty three years old, and yep. it makes sense that they're going out on a bar on a Tuesday night, and there's a cover band that's too loud, and they meet a beautiful person, and whatever. This is a fifty four <laughs> year old father of three movie star. Like none of the things that he is talking about is like he's. Just being in your 50s, you can't do like an EDM song. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I guess that is a little ageist. I just think that the experience and the market that he is trying to sell this to is not like his demographic, you know? Like, this is for young people, I assume. And and middle-aged white women. Uh, yeah, Based course. on where he debuted it. it well, <laughs> that's, that's true. Uh, he just dropped this right in the middle of Trump country and said, like, go to town. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing that I would like to take issue with, with, with in these lyrics is, and I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure that literally everyone who listened to the lyrics of the song felt the same way. Is he says in the chorus, "I don't know you, but it feels like I do," and I was frozen when you walked in the room. Relatable, because mm-hmm. every single word, it just makes my stomach turn. Stop. Full on stop. <laughs> the sensation of your stomach turning—that's bad. That's very bad. It's and it's not like that's like you're about to throw up because you ate like, you know, bad too many diesel chips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you had bad diesel chips. So I don't necessarily think that that's like the feeling, the sensation of like 
a beautiful person that you think feel like you've known walking by. It's not that you're going to fucking throw up, right? Like, that's not the sensation. No. I, I assume he was going for, like, a butterflies in the yeah. stomach imagery. But... Yeah. Or, like, my my stomach tightens. Or, you know, something like... Or tied up in knots. Yeah, tied up in knots. Tied up in knots is the sensation. It is not stomach turning. Stomach no. turning is like you're going to shit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you're going to say that, I would love it if the lines were like, when you walked in the room, every single word, it just made me have to shit. Like, is that what you're going for? <sighs> but all that to say, I still think the song is fun. Like, we've been listening to it a lot in the house. It's a good song. I also think that I think I like it so much because it's so incongruent with like who he is as a person, the age that he is, his life experience, his lived experience. And and just to be like, he, it, it feels like the song is present Dave and diesel, which it just cannot be. Who do you think wrote it? I think he wrote it. Do you really? I could not tell you that he, for a fact that he did, but the way that, I, everything that I know about Vin Diesel and the amount of control that he likes to exhibit over his creative projects and things like that makes me think that he indeed did write it and had final say on what goes into it. Wow. Now, the the lyrics. I think that sure, when sure. it came to the music and the orchestration and all that stuff, I think Kygo did all of that mm-hmm. uh, and made it sound like a song. But I think Vin Diesel was like – I can see him being like, no, it makes my stomach turn. And someone being like, uh, really? And he's like, yes, that's it. <laughs> Make my stomach turn. What do you think? I would, I, you know, after hearing your reasoning, I think you're right. But in my head, he he just went to his manager and was like, "I want to make a song." And then his manager went to someone in the industry and said, "Give me a song for Vin Diesel." And then they said, "Well, this one was written for the Chainsmokers, but we'll give this one to Vin Diesel." When he was talking on the Kelly Clarkson show, uh, which Johnny, can I blow up your spot real quick? And our from what you said in our group chat, sure, in our group chat in our group chat in our two person group chat. That's a group. Uh, it's a group. Two's yeah. a group. Three's a crowd. <laughs> so Johnny and I were talking about this, and I was oh, like, sh- "What do you want to do on the show? Do you want to just cover this uh, the Vin Diesel song?" And he was like, "Yeah, we could also cover the Rachel Ray drop." And I said, "Wait, what?" Did Rachel Ray put out a fucking song? And Johnny said, no, the show. And I was like, oh, you mean Kelly Clarkson? And he goes, yeah, whatever, same difference. And I was like, first of all, that's such a funny fuck up. But also it's like, it's could not be further from the same difference. Having the same week that Vin Diesel puts out a track, having celebrity chef Rachel Ray put out like an EDM song as well would have blown my fucking mind. I... I I would love to hear a Rachel Ray song. If it sounds anything like this, sign me up. She, here's my prediction. Okay. In the next 10 years, Rachel Ray will release a Christmas album. <laughs> uh, and we'll be right here on the Bill Buds podcast reviewing that Christmas album. As, Rachel, if you're listening, as soon as you put it out, trust me, <laughs> we'll get you. We'll get you a couple more thousand listens. Bring it on the Bill Buds podcast, and we'll throw it up there. I would love for Rachel Ray, in the same in the same way that Vin Diesel debuted his song on the Kelly Clarkson show. I would love for Rachel Ray to debut her song on Bill Buds. Oh please, please debut your song on Bill Buds, Rachel Ray. <laughs> uh, but I, as I was saying, when when he says that like Kygo like took a chance on him and blah 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 in that Rachel Rachel Ray in that Kelly Clarkson interview, <laughs> uh, I've got me doing it. 
I think basically what that was was his manager like reached out to a ton of people in the industry and said, who wants to do a song with Vin Diesel? And Kygo was like, I'll do a song with Vin Diesel for you know $40,000 or whatever it costs to do a song with Vin Diesel. And that's what happened. Uh, Johnny, do you think that Vin Diesel is going to put out an album? I and do you think that this is the so. first track of the album? And maybe it was the kind of thing where he's like, okay, I know I can't really film movies. I'm going to try this. Depending on the the response to the single, I might make an album. I my sincere hope is that he puts up an album. It's it's three or four songs like this. It's two or three of just him like crooning, you know, like Whoa. fly me to the moon. Like I hope it's that type of thing. And then I four think, instrumentals, four instrumentals. <laughs> And then four covers. I just hope he covers, like, he has a video, like a dance video of him dancing to uh, uh, Crazy in Love. Uh, I, I just hope he just does, like, like a couple Beyonce covers. What kind of music do you think Vin Diesel listens to? Do you think it is this type of stuff? I think Vin Diesel, this is the first song that he has listened to in 20 years. I think that... <laughs> I think that if Vin Diesel is not putting out his own music, he doesn't care about music. No, he he's he's like for the last ten years, there's been like a bunch of videos of him singing karaoke, and it seems like it's pretty eclectic. I just hmm. don't know. I can't get inside this man's head. You heard the song that he put out. You heard the intro that he did on the Kelly Clarkson show. I can't. I can't live a day in this man's mind. It's, it's too much for me. Do do people? What's the Venn diagram Vin of Diesel people? Graham. What's the Vin Diesel gram of people who watch the Kelly Clarkson show and people who watch the Fast and Furious films? Um, that it's it's just anyone who enjoys modern American culture, which is no culture, which is everyone. Hmm. I, I think, like you know, the Fast and Furious films are like the biggest film series of all time. Like so many people just watch those. That's true, but I don't know who watches the Kelly Clarkson show. It, if you haven't seen the video, please go on YouTube and watch it because the, one of the things that is the most terrifying thing is that Kelly Clarkson can't have a studio audience. So instead she has all these panels of people sitting in their home listening to the show. And it's just like, it's just the, it's, it's just chilling. People, it's, it's chilling. It's, it's people awkwardly bobbing their head to this Vin Diesel song, which is like, what can you possibly even expect from a Vin Diesel song when you hear that he's going to put out a song? Like, is it going to sound like this? Or is it going to sound like, you know, like ACDC? Like, what is it going to sound like? And then just people being like, I like this. I have to like this. I'm on Kelly Clarkson's show. I have to like this. It's weird. It's wild and it's weird. I could see him putting an ACDC cover on this album. Like an, like an EDM, uh, uh, like you, sh- you shook me all night long, or whatever. I'll say it now: if he puts out a full album, we will absolutely do it on the Bill Buds uh, podcast. Oh, yeah, It'll absolutely be Johnny and I's favorite album of all time. <laughs> yeah, number one, number one for sure. Um, Johnny, would you recommend this song? Would you recommend that people listen to this song? I, absolutely. There, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, oh, yes, one hundred percent. I would actually say I would recommend that you listen to this song. At least ten times. Uh, that would it's be a good song. It's a good song <laughs> to listen to. Listen to. Feel like I do by Vin Diesel, and just when, when he says Tuesday night, I'm like, <laughs> I'm here for it because I don't even think that Vin Diesel has an understanding of the concept of a Tuesday night. Oh no! Do you think they play this on the radio? I don't listen to the radio. Do they play this on the radio? I would say I don't listen to the radio either, and I would say definitely. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. But I would. Uh, my hope. My sincerest hope is that they play this song on the radio. 
Uh, let's see. I'm going to. You can check like the listens on Spotify, right? I don't know if you can check the listens on Spotify. Well, Johnny checks that out. Uh, we definitely both recommend this. And we, we would say that you should listen to this song. Another thing that we would recommend that you listen to is the 1999 album, The Writings on the Wall by Destiny's Child, which will be the next album that comes out on our uh, regular feed on Monday. So uh, check out Writings on the Wall. Give it a listen. You have a week until we come out next week with with our review of that album, but that is next on the docket. Uh, If you want to email the show, you can email the show at billbudspod at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at billbudspod. You know, send us an email. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. Um, that's uh, it's always available. You can always tweet at us. Please give us a follow. We're close to we're close to I think five hundred followers on uh, Twitter. So oh, give wow. us a follow over there. Yeah, uh, I I do have some stats for you. Oh please, let's hear some stats. So on Spotify, feel like I feel like I do. Um, came out on September twenty fifth. Awful. Which is. What is that? Nine days ago? Yes. So far on Spotify, it it has one million one hundred fifteen thousand nine hundred two plays. That's Jesus not, Christ. That's not as many as I was expecting. I mean, Johnny, knowing that I'm about five hundred thousand of those makes it seem like there's not <laughs> enough people listening to this on Spotify. We got to get these numbers up for our boy Vin. Please, I beg you, listen to Feel Like I Do by Vin Diesel. I, his numbers are low. You know, turn off your volume. Let it run for a couple of days. <laughs> like, let's really drum these numbers up. I think we should do everything <laughs> that we can to encourage him to put out a full album. So He, if needs, we can get, he needs positive reinforcement. He de- Well, he definitely does. That's the thing. Is he's, He thrives on it. He needs to know that this is like gold, double platinum, so that he puts out a full album so that we can review it. We, we have to have that. We have to have that eventuality. All right, Johnny, if we go any longer, this is going to cross from mini episode to, uh, to full episode. Uh, so anything to say at the end? No. Listen to the song, and we tip <laughs> our hats to you and wish you a fond <laughs> farewell. We're going out. We're getting stupid and feeling proud. We're going to make a lot of noise. Turn the music loud. Hands up for them real ones, them good girls and them bell butts. Real, real ones.